It's showtime. What up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. This is episode 269. No, it's not. I'm not, I'm not juvenile. Would a juvenile be able to stay up to 1 a.m.? Yes, everybody's in quarantine. Everybody's staying up to 1 a.m. Oh, I stand corrected. So I'm not doing anything special. But it's an accomplishment for myself. It's really not. I took a really long nap today. So I, uh, yet I'm still tired. I'm still pretty tired. 1 a.m. Gonna do part of an episode. I do like this new format where I just come on and record a bit at a time. It kind of takes out the pauses in between uh, topics, at least, where I'm like, huh. I probably should have come up with a better game plan so I'm not just sitting here for 30 seconds being quiet and panicking on the inside. Just come on, one topic at a time. Let's get right to it. It turns out I'm probably a bad person because when I heard this news this morning, and oh yeah, by the time you hear this, this will, this will definitely not be news. Because I have literally four episodes already recorded, but I had to record another one because it is huge. It is worthy of its own uh, opening segment. Donald Trump got the coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, I know, I know. I'm going to hell. But as I said, here I'm a nobody. And if I were to go up in heavens, like, whoa, look at all these people and all the great things they've done in their life. Look how pious everybody is. I just made it by the skin of my teeth. But because I'm going the other way, I'm going to be a rock star down there. It's going to be me and the finest bad bitches of all time doing some unspeakable things based strictly on the things I say on this podcast. God bless the Kenny Ho Show. And God is good. He punishes the wicked. He smites pieces of trash like Donald Trump. This piece of shit is the biggest culprit of downplaying the coronavirus. This dude, no doubt, has led many of his brainless, mindless, poorly educated, cousin-loving, sister-banging followers to not wear masks to not take this thing, not only not take it seriously, but straight up not believe that it's real. There are people who think it's a hoax, who will not wear masks and take to the streets and wave their chubby little hands and flap their missing teeth gums and jiggle their tucker neck while condemning everybody for taking precautions, you know, necessary precautions and trying to keep themselves, their family, and everybody safe. Oh, it was so good this morning. My dormant, previously believed to be deceased heart 
beat a little bit this morning when I heard that. I'm like, oh, thank the good Lord. There is a God. If anyone deserves to get the coronavirus, it is Donald Trump. I'm not even going to lie. I was bobbing my head a little bit. I was shaking side to side because I had a little beat in my head. A little line, a little hook, and it went something like this. Hey, 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 Donald. How's my Kung Flu taste? Hey, hey, hey. It's him and those people who go to these rallies, these uh, these hoax rallies, these anti-quarantine rallies. Every time one of them catches it, my heart beats a little bit. I come to life. I feel so alive. But it is a damn shame. And I'm not even going to edit this shit out. I'm not going to come back and record it, even if this thing... Uh, evolves and the man dies from it. I really, I have no sympathies for this man who has created so much hate and harm to so many people. And quite frankly, set this world back, oh, I don't know, like 50 years. But I feel like it's a damn shame this guy's only experiencing mild symptoms of the coronavirus. Because then the, the Brazilian dude eats some ass too, and it was pretty serious. But then again, he survived. Well, it happens. He made a deal with the devil. And uh, I hear the big red dude, he, he looks out for his too, you know? And the British prime minister, who actually took it serious, he ate some serious ass. Like, they were, like, worried about him. He almost died. But Trump, he just feels like he has a cold right now. Oh, that's a damn shame. It would have been really good if he got what the, the British prime minister got. Like a near-death experience. That's what you get for talking shit. You can call it whatever you want. You can make fun of it. You can downplay it. Call it the Kung Flu. Be all racist about it. But respected scientists have been saying it since day one. Well, maybe not day one. They didn't understand the novel coronavirus at the time. But they've been saying it for a long time. They don't care about your race. They don't care about your creed. They don't care about your social economic standards of standing. They don't care about any of that. You can catch it. And if you're stupid and you don't take precautions, you are going to catch it. And if you die from it because you are dumb and reckless and careless, don't be surprised if people don't feel any sympathy for you. Don't be surprised if old Kenny comes and pisses on your grave. Because, hey man, I need to get out sometimes. I need to catch some fresh air. And it just so happens there's a nice walking path right by your grave, son. And even though I said I wasn't going to come back and re-record, which is still true, that holds up. I'm not re-recording. I'm not taking back what I said. In fact, I'm going to double down. Why? Because Donald Trump did. This dude just literally went on air and said, Hey man, don't worry about it. Coronavirus, it ain't no thang. Even if you catch it, don't worry about it. You'll be just fine. We got the best medicine, the best doctors. You're going to be A-OK. So just go about your life. All this precaution, all this uh, fear, it's all bullshit. Don't worry about it. Now all those brainless anti-mask, this is all a hoax cousin lovers. are going to go and do their stupid shit. And I highlight the word stupid without fear and with even more pride and vigor. So many more people will be hurt and so many more people are going to die from this. 
And I don't mean exclusively the coronavirus. The this I'm referring to is stupidity, which seems to be at an alarmingly all-time high. These people who think it's a hoax, who refuse to wear a mask, who go and destroy others who wear masks and take uh, this seriously, they're brainless. They will not be able to add up the fact that, well, that's the president. He got special treatment. He has a team of doctors take care of him. Round the clock, mind you. With essentially unlimited resources. And oh yeah, two experimental drugs that you will not be able to use because the FDA has yet to approve those. He got to use those under special circumstances. And even though these people think they're special because when they're done making love to their brother or their sister... That they see a twinkle in the other person's eye. They're most definitely not. Especially to guys like Trump. Who really don't see poor uneducated people like you as even a human being. Let alone a special soul. Alright, back to regularly scheduled programming. And I do believe everything happens for a reason. I really did need the pick-me-up this morning. I I really did need to bask in the the excitement and glory of Donald Trump eating some serious ass. Uh, uh, how's my ass taste? Because it was a rough couple days before that. Um, Lily Collins got engaged to someone other than myself. So I did need to be reassured that dreams do come true. Just not in the, the perfect ideal way. You know, the way that ends with me doing the the hibbity-dibbity-doo with the lovely Lily Collins. No, I'm screwing around. Like, I don't know. And even though I'm literally looking at a Lily Collins poster on my wall, I'm not broken up about it. It's... I mean, I'm delusional, but not that delusional. At this point in my life, there was no path to Lily Collins. Had this been 10 years ago? Yeah, at the latest 10 years ago, I would be 24, man. I gave a backting pretty young for, for <laughs> now that I mention it. But if I was 24 and like hustling and trying to act and stuff and in the industry, you know... You know, had some indie movies under my belt and starting to get recognized and stuff. Well, there's a path to Lily Collins. But right now, that handsome Arnold-looking sushi-making robot is going to make it so that bottom-rung jobs are replaced. And I will be shit out of luck. And will be in some serious difficulties and even making ends meet. But I am very conflicted on how I should feel. Because on one hand, I want to be happy for Lily Collins because she does seem like a nice girl. Um, I want to say I read her book. I didn't read her book. I bought the audio, uh, the audible version of it. Didn't even listen to all of it. I listened to like maybe the first quarter or third or something like that. And I'm like, all right. Even though this is an autobiography and an audible one at that, it feels too productive. I need to waste my life. Let me just put this book down. 
I just wanted to say that line. I've never, ever said, let me just put this book down. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. And let me just hop on GTA Online. Ah, there goes my 20s. But from what everything I gathered from the autobiography, which, I mean, I, I suppose is very self-serving, someday I will do an autobiography and I will leave out everything that I don't wish to remember and everything that I don't want people to know about me. And I will replace all of those with what can only be described as alternative facts. Cutter Girl will not be a cutter and her mental health hang-up and uh, physical affliction will be she can't get enough of me. In my autobiography, she and I would have dated for like seven, eight years and we would have engaged in the art of creating life and creating a child except she'd be on so much birth control that she would have been one pill away from ODing and dying because there's no way in hell I'm knocking up a girl. And it's stuff like that, those truths that make the alternative truths seem true. You're like, yeah, that, that does sound like old Kenny. He's so against having a child, that does sound like something he would do. This book is great. Five out of five. But despite the self-serving nature of an autobiography, so I guess I gotta take it with a grain of salt, Lily Collins does sound like everything a guy would ever want. She sounded like when she was younger, the type of girl I was looking for. I mean, probably minus the the races not being into Asian guys. Probably. I, I don't know for a fact that she wasn't into Asian guys, but she's a rich white girl. There's a very good chance she wasn't. I'm playing the odds here. So on one hand, I do want to be happy for her. She seems like a good girl. She seems to deserve happiness. And quite frankly, her husband or future husband, um, he looks like a regular dude. Because I remember seeing Elizabeth Olsen's ex-boyfriend and even more egregious is Lindsay Fonseca's ex-husband. Both like perfect looking male model dudes. I'm like, oh, of course. Of course that's who you're dating. But this dude, he just looks like, I don't know, like any typical white dude. He just looks like a regular guy. I'm sure he's well endowed. And I'm sure he comes from many. But on the surface level, he looks like, hey, I stood a chance. I mean, minus being yellow-skinned and thin-skinned. I'm quite soft. I'm sure this guy, this guy looks like, you know, he's... He's been through some stuff. He looks like he's probably, you know, cut down a couple trees. But outside of that, they seem like a nice couple. I want to be happy for them. But on the other hand, she's dead to me. I don't know what it is, but part of a, a girl celebrity's appeal is her quote-unquote attainability. Even though the greater majority of them are not attainable, not by regular Joes, it's by guys like Lizzie Olsen's ex or Lindsay Fonseca's ex. It's perfect looking dudes or they're super rich, right? I had a huge crush on Anne Hathaway when I was young. And then I looked at a picture of the dude she was dating, like serious, hardcore for a while. I'm like, 
what the hell, this dude? What's this guy got that I don't got? A shitload of money is the answer to that. Uh, blood money, don't get me wrong, this guy was a scumbag. And he looked it, he looked greasy. I'm like, why did you choose him? I'm closer to being the Prince Charming dude you married in the end of Prince's Diaries 2, the lesser and inferior of the two movies. I'm closer physically to that guy than this other dude. Once again, minus the yellow skin. But attainability is a part of it. It's how the simp game works. And if you don't know what a simp is, I just learned this really recently myself. It's uh, basically a dude who pines for the attention of, I guess, celebrities. I guess it could be applied to celebrities, but more specifically, uh, like these streamer girls, these, uh, these cam girls where it's not necessarily, you know, they get naked, that type of stuff, but I'm sure that can be applied to, but it's like the Twitch streamers where dudes will pay like $30. They'll tip her $30 for the girl to be like, oh, hey there, James Wood High 6969. Thanks for the 30 bucks. And it will make the dude's day. A simple hello. You know that dude's a part of Incel. That's the type of sadness I expect from that organization. A girl said hi to me today. After you paid her $90, you get you tipped her three times, my guy. And she said hi to me. Three times she acknowledged that I'm alive. No, she acknowledged Pikachu 420 is alive to her. Stephen Pike is still dead to her. So I highly suggest to these cam whores that they never ever break the illusion. That they never ever start taking pictures on their IG with their boyfriends. Because it legit happens to me. Like, I'm still, I guess, a bit of a simp. But I used to be a major simp. Once again, remember the Tiffany Alvord days? Yeah, major simp. I definitely sent her gifts and shit. I paid like 50 bucks to send her a box of chocolates. I was a simp. So I'm now a reformed and recovered simp. And I see the errors of my way. You never get in there and actually spend any money. You just go look at the big booty pictures, have a good time, and then get the hell out of there. Don't try to make contact. That's how they get you. Never believe that you can get that girl because she's more than likely already got herself a boyfriend. And they always do, don't they? You know how it works. She's probably too good for him. He's probably twice her age. But those daddy issues are hard to shake. Or a lot of times it's just like a douchey looking dude. Where, oh, once again, he's good looking. So of course he's going to get the hot babe. Because if you think about it, other than selfies, somebody's taking that picture. Somebody's taking a picture of that girl in a bikini bending over and showing you essentially every iota of her ass. And unless they're in a degenerate family, that's probably not her mama. That's probably that boyfriend that we don't want to be in the picture. But there's usually one in the picture. It's just these girls need to keep that attain... This illusion of attainability alive because i think that's when tiffany alvord went wrong 
She wouldn't give me the time of day, so I just gave up on her and left. Uh, but I think what tanked her for everyone else was uh, she got that boyfriend. Like she was hot and heavy with this boyfriend. She was doing videos and photos where they were making out and stuff. I'm like, I understand why you're doing this for yourself. Uh, like, you know, you want to show off your your new studly boyfriend, and you know, you're so happy. You wanna you wanna show it off. But that is insta ho YouTuber death sentence right there. That is career suicide. Because even the douchiest of douchiest white knight guys, they're doing that because they want you. They're not there for you thick and thin. The second they see that you're no longer attainable, so long to all those Valentine's Day presents, so long to all those subscriptions, so long to all those views, so long to the good life of being a YouTuber. I'm not saying don't have a boyfriend. I'm, not, I'm just saying... Don't flaunt it on the internet. Just don't flaunt it on your IG and your channel. Oh, I just wanted you guys to feel what I feel. He brings so much happiness and joy to my life. He makes me so happy. I just, I'm so happy he's a part of my life. I just wanted to share him with you and have him be a part of your life. Listen, Tiffany, I don't think you know how this works. We don't want your good-looking, male-model-looking, probably really successful-in-life douchebag boyfriend in our life. We don't want the guy who's plowing our dream girl to be in our life. We don't even want him to be in your life, Tiffany. We just want to fantasize about potentially gonna hold your hand and spending a romantic evening under the stars together. We don't want to see you do it with another man. I'm going to stay a subscriber of yours just because I can't really be bothered to go look you up and unfollow you. But believe me, you may as well be dead to me. Your content may as well be the Kenny Ho Show. Simps are called simps for a reason. They're simple-minded. They're not thinking, hey, who's holding that camera? There's thinking, oh my goodness, if she bends over any further, I want to get to see a nipple. I know, I'll tip her 30 more dollars. Maybe she'll lean forward just ever so slightly to see my name and say hi to me. Now, I can't speak for that community. I try not to be a part of them. But I feel like that's probably how it works for the most part. Very few uh, streamers or whatever get away with having a boyfriend or flaunting their relationship online. One of the very few is, again, MXR. I know I'm talking a lot about them, but the girl is so fine. She is so fly. I had, I honestly didn't know how big these two were. Like, I'm just finished uh, doing the, the retakes on uh, episode 265, I think, where I was just like, man, they're huge. How huge? The size of my crush on Genie Huge. Do you remember that episode? Because by the time you hear this, there's a good chance you don't. But they have a whole subreddit dedicated to them where people um, are making memes about them, doing drawings and paintings of them. Like They seem like they're a big deal. To me, that's a big deal. When people start drawing you and painting you, well, not in, uh, if you're down on your luck and you need to make rent so you take your clothes off uh, for these artists to, to paint you and draw you. 
I gotta assume it's not like in the movies. I gotta assume the women who actually do that are probably gross. It's gotta be one of these like pastor prime older women, right? They've gotten down with so many dudes. They've gotten naked in front of so many one night stands that that after so many years, being in the nude, being nude in front of strangers is no big deal to them. That or it's fat chicks, right? Now those ones thrive because it's a it's a dream of theirs to have a bunch of dudes looking at them naked. And she'll say things like, "Oh, I'm totally comfortable being naked." Oh, but that's great, lady. That's good for you, but I can't speak for everybody else in this room, but I am plenty uncomfortable with you being naked. I gotta say, I really regret trying to do more with my life. Taking these drawing classes is now one of the top five worst things I've ever decided to do with my life. But yeah, MXR and Genie are huge, and they have a bunch of simps, they're just called something else. They've just dolled it up. They call themselves crusaders. Instead of lonely losers who has a crush on a girl who's essentially married and uh, will never ever pay any attention of that ilk to you. Desperate ass loser ass bitch. They dolled that up and called themselves crusaders. Anybody who talks shit about Genie, they're like... What? How dare you? We shall crusade against you. It's like, hold up. People during the crusade, like, wheeled around swords, beheading folk, and getting beheaded themselves. Like, it was a real manly activity. You getting on your keyboard and writing a strongly worded paragraph really isn't on the level. Sure, your Microsoft Paint skills seem to be... On point, but please don't think you're manly and uh, equal to a crusader. Let's just call a spade a spade. You're a simp. You want this girl's attention. And you probably sent her a couple of gifts hoping that would happen. Now, if I were her friend and someone were talking shit, someone were like mean and bullying her, I'm, I'm probably getting my ass kicked because I'm getting involved. But I'm getting involved. I'm going to go down... And give them a 20 and beg them to leave her alone. Knowing that I tried. That I did the right thing. But even with her. She, honestly, she's the only like YouTuber, streamer. Or any kind of social media darling. That I, I pay any attention to. That I stay interested in her content. Despite there being a persistent and serious boyfriend. Because I've legit unfollowed girls on IG. If they're like on the cusp, if they're like, come see, come sa, you got a nice face and your body is borderline banging. It's all right. It's aight. I don't mind looking at it. I do enjoy. Oh, what the hell is this? You're wishing your boo a happy anniversary, a happy three year anniversary. All right. Unfollow. It's that illusion. They all got it. They all got a guy. Somebody's holding that camera. I mean, they got both their hands spreading their cheeks wide open. Somebody's got to take that big booty pick. But it's the foolish ones who come clean about it that got to eat some shit. Who got to lose some followers. Because let's face it, especially IG chicks, 
insta-hoes, if you will. If you're willing to be politically incorrect about that, but oh so accurate. How many of them are talented? And once again, having a nice ass and or being able to shake it is not a talent. People aren't watching you and liking you for your abilities. The only thing they want from you, at the very purest as it can get in this situation, is a romantic relationship with you. And they're going to stick around only long enough for you to dash their dreams. Because even though I find Jeannie really precious, she's a really fun and cute and, and uh, funny and like witty girl. But it started off with, oh man, I'll, I'll watch like 10 of these a day. But now it's like, yeah, I'll watch one video every other day. And maybe not even the full video. If, if the video in and of itself is not good, I will not watch it. Because had she not been MXR's girlfriend, if she just had the Genie Lee, I think is her last name, the Genie Lee channel, there's a good chance I just watch all of her videos all at once. Back to back to back to back. The old simp move. But once you have like a boyfriend there, even though I like the dude, I think he's a cool dude, and I like them together, it takes me out of it. And I'm sure it takes a lot of people out of it. It's, it's that attainability factor. And actually, she does do her own channel now. It's been a few months. Uh, she has uh, her own Twitch stream, which is where the money's made now. YouTube's really changed the rules where it, unless you're doing what they're doing and getting like a million views per video, you're not really getting by. But on Twitch, that's where the money's at now. So that's where she's at now. But it's too late, girl. I already know your damaged goods. I already know this ain't real. I already know how this ends. And I refuse to give you like $900 in tips just for you to be like, thanks for your money. My boyfriend's going to really like this drone I'm getting him for his birthday. Bitch, how dare you? No, I take that back. Jeannie's no bitch. She's a nice girl. But women are all the same, aren't they? This sounds like subreddit incel. Because it was funny, I watched uh, one of her videos last night, not, okay, I watched their video, I have not been on her Twitch, I was watching their video, and it, and it was entitled something along the lines of, don't hate us for what we're about to tell you, and I gotta say, I did lose a little bit of respect for her after watching the video, I don't hate her, I still think she's great, but the video was basically uh, them talking about that for the past, I don't know, like four or five years or whatever, Jeannie's been working towards getting into medical school and then getting into medical school because her lifelong dream was to help people, you know, save lives, make a difference, all that jazz, all that good stuff. But that video was to announce that she made the decision to completely and utterly sell out. She's like, so I'm dropping out of medical school to do Twitch. I sat there for a second. I'm like, hey, that's a complete 180. Those two things are remotely related. Like, I would get it if she didn't get into medical school or got into medical school and couldn't quite hack it, so she settled for being a nurse. Because then that's, you're keeping your same morals, you're keeping the same kind of drive and uh, what you're trying to attain, but making like a realistic and necessary adjustment. But this is, I mean, better than my decision, where I was like, you know, I want to be a 
an actor, a famous actor, be in movies. I'm pretty damn good at acting. Not anymore. I'm talking about like young me. Now I'm just like, I'm not good at anything. But young me was like, oh, I'm a great actor, really handsome. And then I'm like, mm, yeah, but I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to go work some ass job and then uh, figure it out from there, which I never did. Never did figure it out. At least she's got a plan and quite a successful one from what I understand. But it's absolutely a sellout move. I ain't one of these quote-unquote crusaders, a.k.a. simps who are in denial. So even though I think she's a very attractive girl, the type of girl that you would want to find and end up with, but because she's not mine, she's MXR's girlfriend, I ain't, I ain't gonna sugarcoat this shit. She sold the hell out. She was like, I can make how much money doing Twitch? Yeah, never mind saving lives. Never mind helping people. I'm gonna get a Maserati by the time I'm 27 years old. What up? And you know what? She's completely right. I wholeheartedly agree with this decision. Am I kind of amused at the situation? Absolutely. But am I hating on her for it? Hell no. If I've learned anything, if anything positive has come from this global pandemic that has ruined the economy, is you gotta look out for yourself. You gotta look out for me and mine, that is it. All of a sudden, brands don't matter. Traveling and vacations don't matter. Getting the latest fashions don't matter. Because you don't need any of that shit. What you do need is a roof over your head and three square meals on the table. Eight square meals if you're me. Honestly, when I was younger, I tried to do quote-unquote the right thing. I tried to... Like, I never ever talk about that second career because uh, it went really bad. I saw a lot of ugliness in the world. I went through quite a bit of shit uh, that I don't even care to remember, let alone talk about. It's definitely over those few years where I lost my faith in humanity. As far as I'm concerned, looking out for others, especially dedicating your life to helping others, so overrated. I mean, don't go out there and be a dickhead. Don't be a complete piece of shit. You do want to be kind to an extent and be helpful at times, but certainly don't dedicate your life to it. So honestly, I feel like this is a great call for Jeannie. This is a great decision. I feel like she's such a a beautiful girl on the inside, outside, and does such a good job of expressing this on film. It would actually be a waste for her to go and be a doctor. She's got what? Or at least that channel has uh, over a million subscribers. And they get a lot of uh, views. I think the views are almost equal to her subscribers. Can't say the same about Tiffany Alvord. Karma's a bitch. Bitch. And even though I refuse to be a simp, I I mean a crusader... I do think she's great. I think she's very entertaining. And I think those videos make people feel better. And it does have the power and potential, at least, to brighten people's days. So as far as I'm concerned, that's as much as she needs to do for anybody. She don't owe anybody anything. I'm telling you, selling out is the move. 
I've known all along. I've been trying for seven years. It's just I guess I'm not very lovable. Or handsome. Which is a problem because that means I'm unable to lock me down a beautiful girl like Jeannie and be able to ride her coattails to the top. Alright, that's it. That's the Kenny Ho Show episode 269. Oh, and I guess this is it for the week. Three new episodes this week. I think I did. I think it's three episodes like two weeks ago. Holy crap, time is actually starting to fly by. For a while there, I'm like, oh my god, each and every day is so long and painful and grueling and upsetting. But now, it's already October. Like the middle of October. Where the hell did time go? Oh yes, into the joy of not having to go to work. That That's the answer. So over the past, like, three weeks I've done what like seven eight episodes to make up for the I can't remember because I'm having a hard time at times knowing what is reality and what is either a dream I had during my 50 naps during the month or just my mental health issues getting out of control but I feel like at one point The old Kenny came back and I did one episode like once in a blue moon. But now I'm back, Jack, and not on crack. Because when you do the Kenny Ho show, you don't need drugs. No, I didn't mean to say need. You can't afford drugs. Because selling out is not on the table. But to be back in a big bad way... I'm doing it again. I did it maybe, I don't know, like three years ago. So I learned from that experience. A morning show is not happening. I'm not getting up at the crack of dawn doing research and show prep and stuff and then having a morning show ready to go by 8 o'clock. But next week, meaning my plan is to release this on Saturday. So two days from now, on the Monday, on Thanksgiving Monday in Canada... There will be five new Kenny Ho shows between Monday and Friday. So if you're listening to this, get ready for that. If you love the Kenny Ho show, well, then I guess you're in luck because there's a shitload coming your way over the next week. It's an interesting challenge for myself. I find myself to, and this has always been me, a lot of talk, no walk. A lot of good ideas, but I just never execute. Uh, I'm doing it right now. I was like, oh, I should probably eat better and less. I literally just had two meals in the span of like 45 minutes and had like seven cookies or something. But hey, Kenny Ho shows different. If I say I'm going to do five next week, Monday to Friday, I have proven in the past I can get it done. I'm just not putting a time limit on it. It's not the Kenny Ho morning show. It's not the Kenny Ho afternoon show. It's not the Kenny Ho nighttime show. It's just five regular old Kenny Ho shows. You never know when they'll show up. Well, within reason, I'm doing five. I'm not doing two in a day. I'm not doing that. You can mark my words. It's going to be one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, etc. Right? So I'm looking forward to doing that. That's an interesting challenge for myself, and I think it'll be fun. And hopefully you'll tune in for all five, because it's sad when nobody listens. Now, thankfully, I'm not that bad. There's usually a few people who listen. 
I guess I'm not the saddest person on this planet. There's got to be a podcast like that, right? Where they occasionally get accidental hits. There's no dedicated listeners. I assume there's got to be somebody on this planet whose production sucks so bad and their content is so horrible that there is no demand for such a horrible show. There's barely a demand for mine and my production values are pretty damn good, I'd like to say. And once upon a time, people paid to come see me act. Or person. I know of at least one person who liked me in a play so much they came a second time. But yeah, that's it. That's been the Kenny Ho Show, episode 269. Next week will be five brand new episodes, Monday to Friday. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping you are as well. So until then, you take care of yourself. You've been listening to the Kenny Ho Show, and now... It's nap time. Toodles!